Welcome to Long Covid Doctor, an educational series for sufferers of Long Covid. I'm Dr Tim Robinson, formerly a family doctor, GP for 30 years, now a GP clinical lead for three Long Covid clinics, and a GP clinical lead in Long Covid across the southwest of England. This episode is on voice problems and Long Covid. <clears throat> In part one, I'll talk about the symptoms, diagnoses, investigations, and the causes. And in part two, I will talk about the treatments and management and the outcomes. Check out the references, resources, and links to social media and in the show notes below. Just to say, any advice, diagnoses, treatments that I mention should only be considered after discussion with your own doctor or medically qualified health professional. So here we go, voice problems and long COVID. Voice problems in long COVID uh, are really quite common and may have an impact on the patient. Some people find them very troublesome, especially if they have a job that involves a lot of speaking, say like teachers or Custom, customer-facing jobs, such as in the hospitality industry. But most people just battle on and, and just put up with their voice problems, which is a pity, because there are things that can be done to help them. The commonest voice changes that patients tell us are that, you know, their voice has become hoarse, as a hoarseness or croakiness, uh, or their voice becomes sort of whispering, a quiet whispering voice, or maybe a complete voice loss, otherwise known as aphonia. People may notice a weakness in their voice, especially with prolonged talking. They also may complain of difficulties with the range or pitch of their voice. There may be other associated symptoms with voice problems, like throat irritation or throat soreness. There may be excess mucus production. There may be, say, a tickly cough leading to an annoying sort of throat clearing. There may be associated throat gland swelling around the neck. There may be a feeling of a lump in the throat. You know, patients say, I feel like I've got a lump in my throat. Or they may have swallowing difficulties along with their voice problems. So before I go into greater detail about the voice problems, it's probably helpful to sort of have a little um, bit of knowledge about what a normal voice is and how it works and how it all fits together with normal breathing, normal swallowing. I think this is important because it helps us understand why things go wrong in long COVID regarding the voice. So, our normal voice. Our normal voice, the vocal sound, comes from our larynx, the voice box, in which there are the vocal cords. The larynx, essentially, is a valve that opens and shuts, opens and closes when we breathe, swallow and make sounds. Uh, 
Its job is to open when we breathe and to close when we swallow to protect the airways. When the air comes up from our lungs below, it enters the voice box and passes through the vocal cords via the tongue and lips, which make our speech. So that is what should happen to make normal speech vocal sounds, basically your voice. However, with a COVID infection, the lining of the airways gets infected, inflamed, and swollen. And with swelling comes a bit of narrowness and irritation. Uh, inflammation is usually sore. Plus, there's increased mucus production. All these processes can affect the vocal cords, the larynx, and hence interfere with its normal function. There normal sound, their vocal production, our speech. All these long COVID processes um, are also responsible for the other common associated symptoms, such as the tickly cough, or th throat clearing and throat clearing, sore throat, um, and the swallowing difficulties. Besides all this, some patients have dry vocal cords due to shallow, rapid breathing. Um, and this is a consequence of something called breathing pattern disorder. And I talk about this in much greater detail in my presentation on breathlessness and long COVID. Some people also have voice changes due to stomach acid coming up the gullet the esophagus, and irritating the vocal cords. And this can be due to the patient having a hiatus hernia or in patients with chronic cough, another long COVID symptom. Voice problems may also be a result of the patient having been intubated. Uh, in those patients who have had severe COVID, who needed ventilation um, on the intensive care unit. And so those are all the voice problems due to voice machinery, the larynx, the voice box itself. However, there are also patients with problems with speaking due to factors such as the other long COVID problems, for example, cognitive function, brain fog, again, a very common symptom in long COVID, fatigue, worries and stresses, you know, all these factors can bring about speech problems. These are more complex and probably due to all the other long COVID causes such as, and we know them well now, don't we? You know, the overactive inflammatory response, the excessive cytokines, mast cell activation, microthrombi, as well as dysfunction of the immune system and dysautonomia. All those causes, you know, they can all contribute to speech problems. And so, how do we go about managing speech problems with patients with long COVID? That is the question. Well, as always, the first thing we must do is know what we're dealing with. 
we have to make a diagnosis. And again, we need to take a standard history and examination to get that diagnosis. Specifically, we are looking for possible differential diagnoses and other diagnoses, you know, basically that in which voice problems are also present. Like I said, how do we go about this? We need to take a thorough history and examination. Firstly, the standard detailed history, everything about the voice problem. What exactly is the patient, our patient, experiencing? And how often and how long? And those worsening factors, those relieving factors, and the impact that that is having on their everyday life. Like, uh, not only we've got to focus on the symptoms of speech itself, we've got to think of those associated symptoms that I covered a little earlier. Plus, also, we'd like to ask about their past medical history, any other illnesses that they've got, such as asthma and inhaled steroid. You know, that can cause a hoarseness of the voice, drying out of the vocal cords. Um, patients with underactive thyroid. Um, again, underactive thyroid can lead to sort of a hoarseness of the voice. Patients with over, uh, overuse, you know, those patients who overuse their voice, you know, singers can develop nodules on their vocal cords, leading to hoarseness. Besides the past medical history, we also really always like to know any medication history, sort of any current ongoing medications. So, for example, those inhaled steroids that I mentioned for asthma, um, thyroid treatment, you know, thinking those patients maybe who have underactive thyroid are not being treated optimally. Is it optimal? That's, we've got to ask ourselves that question. Plus also, it's always nice to know, you know what patients have tried for themselves. Patients are very you know, sensible, practical, resourceful. And you know, before resorting to see, going to the doctor, they'll try. They will have Googled it, seen, you know, looked for advice, etc., and tried things themselves. It's always, it's always worth asking that of our patients. Then it's on to the examination. Well, your GP will probably examine the neck from the outside, feeling for any lymph glands. Um, probably examine you know, the the actual the larynx area where you know the Adam's apple area, making sure it's in the middle. And they may well ask to observe you when you swallow, make sure the Adam's apple goes up and down. Um, and and that's more or less what all that happens in general practice because it's all external examination. The specialist, of course, can look inside. Okay, it's the ENT, ear, nose and throat specialist, can look down the throat uh, to see the larynx directly. I'll talk about that a little later. So having taken the history and done the examination you can do, it's on to investigations. Well, in GP land, in primary care, the GP investigations in patients with long COVID, they should all get the, the blood tests as recommended by the NICE guidelines 
for long COVID. So that's the full blood count, the kidney function, liver function, inflammatory markers, CRP and ferritin, thyroid function tests, like I've said, that's relevant, HbA1c. These are all on the, the panel of blood tests for long COVID. Um, and, you know, the thyroid function test is obviously relevant to voice problems. So we're looking for low T4 and a high TSH to see whether the patient is um, hypothyroid, um, underactive thyroid. So the reason why we have to be so thorough is to look out for red flags, i.e. symptoms or signs, that suggest something more sinister. And so in this situation, voice problems, what are the red flags uh, in our patients with voice problems? What are they? Well, the main red flag is a change of voice such as hoarseness that is present for more than eight weeks, regardless of whether someone has had COVID or not. These patients should be referred to ENT, in nose and throat, to have their vocal cords checked by direct laryngoscopy. Back in the day when I was a um, junior doctor in an ENT department, we used to do indirect laryngoscopy, i.e. with a mirror. But now you can do direct laryngoscopy, which is so much better and a lot easier. Um, with a, a thin sort of flexible camera tube put down the nose, down the throat, sorry, via the nose. Sounds a bit scary, but it's not. It takes a matter of minutes and it is simple and painless. This is so important to rule out possible cancer of the throat. Cancer in the throat. The commonest presenting symptom for this is hoarse voice. The other symptoms that are classed as red flags in patients with, with uh, speech problems would be swallowing difficulties, especially regurgitation of food or food sticking as they're trying to swallow it uh, as it goes down the food pipe, the gullet. This is certainly something that we should be looking into. And your GP will, of course, refer you to a gastroenterologist specialist for an endoscopy and upper gastro-GI tract endoscopy. And finally, cough. Again, it is an associated symptom with speech problems. Um, so any new cough that is persistent is a red flag. So referral to a respiratory specialist would be needed for this also. Even if there are no red flags, but your instinct tells me that something just isn't right, you know, you must ask, you know, if in doubt, go to your GP. This is important. The other reason why we have to be so thorough is to be sure that we are not being what's known as COVID blind. And what do I mean by this? So just because you have had COVID, it doesn't mean that a new problem, a new symptom, and in this case, voice changes, can necessarily be put down to that. You know, it might be due to another cause, totally unrelated to COVID. But COVID just happens to have occurred at the same time. 
So as I said, we mustn't be COVID blind. And so, having completed the thorough examination and investigations, having excluded the red flags and other diagnoses, we are left with the problem of voice difficulties that have arisen as part of the long COVID picture. So that's what's happening. Hopefully, we now understand the causes behind the voice problems and you're confident that they're due to long COVID itself and nothing else. And what is more important is, at this point, you know, having understood it, etc., you know, the question is, what are we going to do about it? Well, I'll come on to that in um, the management, um, long COVID and voice problems in part two. So that concludes the first part of my talk on voice problems and long COVID, the symptoms, diagnoses and investigations. In the second part, I will talk about treatments and management and the outcomes. I hope you found that helpful. So check out the references, resources and links to social media in the show notes below. And as I said at the start, any advice, diagnoses, treatments that I mention should only be considered after discussion with your own doctor or medically qualified health professional. In the meantime, I wish you well. Uh, I wish you well with your long COVID recovery and hopefully we'll meet in the second part. Cheerio. Cheerio.